Brian Noonan in for John Williams. It's time for one of my favorite Christmas classics. It's something we uh, recorded here a while ago. Maybe you'll recognize a voice or two on this. Uh, it comes from an editorial that was published in 1897. Back in 1897, eight-year-old Virginia O'Hanlon wrote a letter to the New York Sun, which is a newspaper, Yasmin. Yasmin, very young. She probably doesn't even, uh, didn't even know 1897 actually existed at one point. It did. I was in kindergarten. It was wonderful. Uh, so this letter comes into the New York Sun, and veteran newsman Francis Farcellus Church read it, and he wrote this unsigned editorial. And it has become history's most reprinted newspaper editorial, appearing in part or whole in dozens of languages, in books, movies, and other editorials, and on posters and stamps. And so every year I like to play, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Dear Editor, I am eight years old. Some of my little friends say that there is no Santa Claus. Papa says if you see it in the sun, it's so. Please tell me the truth. Is there a Santa Claus? Virginia O'Hanlon, 115 West 95th Street. Virginia, your little friends are wrong. They've been affected by the skepticism of a skeptical age. They do not believe except what they see. They think that nothing can be which is not comprehensible by their little minds. All minds, Virginia, whether they be men's or children's, are little. In this great universe of ours, man is a mere insect, an ant in his intellect, as compared with the boundless world around him, as measured by the intelligence capable of grasping the whole of truth and knowledge. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist. And you know that they abound and give to your life its highest beauty and joy. Alas, how dreary would the world be if there were no Santa Claus. It would be as dreary as if there were no Virginias. There would be no childlike faith then, no poetry, no romance to make tolerable this existence. We should have no enjoyment except in sense and sight. The eternal light with which childhood fills the world would be extinguished. Not believe in Santa Claus. You might as well not believe in fairies. You might get your papa to hire men to watch over all the chimneys on Christmas Eve to catch Santa Claus, but even if they did not see Santa Claus coming down, what would that prove? Nobody sees Santa Claus, but that is no sign that there is no Santa Claus. The most real things in the world are those that neither children nor men can see. Do you ever see fairies dancing on the lawn? Of course not. But that's no proof they're not there. Nobody can conceive or imagine all the wonders that are unseen and unseeable in the world. You may tear apart the baby's rattle and see what makes the noise inside, but there is a veil covering the unseen world, which not the strongest man nor even the united strength of all the strongest men that ever lived could tear apart. Only faith, fancy, poetry, love, romance can push aside that curtain and view and picture the supernal beauty and glory beyond. Is it all real? Ah, Virginia, in all this world there is nothing else real and abiding. No Santa Claus. Thank God he lives and he lives forever. A thousand years from now, Virginia, nay, ten thousand years from now, he will continue to make glad the heart of childhood. There you go. 
Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. So for the parents of kids who are dealing with, you know, going to school and having uh, other kids say things to the contrary, well, you know, just uh, read that to them. You can find it anywhere. It's one of those things. And uh, full disclosure, full disclosure, uh, that was my daughter reading the part of Virginia back years ago when she was quite young. And a former newsman here at WGN, Christopher Michael, was reading. Uh, I knew it was him. Yes, it was Christopher Michael. I quite recognize that voice. That was back when we were on overnights, and uh, Molly came in. We recorded that, I think, well, six, seven years ago. So she was much younger, and uh, she came in and did that. And so every year... Every year she hears that. And it's funny, I tell people, uh, you know, oh, we're going to play Yes, Virginia. And people are like, so younger people. Now, Mary, you know what it is. Uh, you've heard of that before, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, yeah, younger people have no idea. I told no, somebody they yesterday, don't. they looked at me like uh, you know, a dog looking at a fan. They, they had no idea. I was like, well, it's been around for a long time. It's a big Christmas tradition. Um, you know, no. Yeah, we never really played it at my house, so my kids aren't familiar with it at all. Yeah, I think, you know, I remember it growing up. Right. Uh, and hearing about it. And I know it's been, there was a cartoon made of it. I didn't see any of that stuff. I just, you know how some things, especially around the holidays, some things get into your head and they stay there your whole life. And all of a sudden they become part of the tradition. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like we read it or played it when I was growing up. It was just, it was just kind of there. You know, people talked about it and it came up every year around Christmas time. But, you know, there's another one that we're going to do later that I know. A lot of people do, and Orion used to do it all the time, uh, so we're going to hear a little uh, Night Before Christmas before we get out of here at noon, but, um, you know, some people don't care for the, care for this kind of uh, schmaltzy Christmas stuff, and that's okay. That's why it's, you know, now it's over. We move on. It's uh, We will talk some traditions, too, later, because that is, um, for me, being here with, uh, with you on WGN over the past few years, that's been one of our Christmas traditions, and uh, I, you know... It's like when Dave Plyer had his children in, which was lovely, and uh, the Cardinal. Everybody's got their own traditions, and this was uh, this is one of ours. So we'll see. I told yesterday. I said to Molly, "I go, hey, I'm going to do uh, play your Yes, Virginia again," and she rolled her eyes. Oh, what do you want to? She goes, "I did that. So, I did that when I was so young." I go, "Yeah, because it's supposed to be an eight year old girl. It's called acting." She she rolled her eyes like she wanted to come back in and re record it. She wants to digitally remaster her performance. Mary, can you believe the ego? It just seems <laughs> seems a little much. I'm like, no, this is this is how it was. You don't go back and you know, we don't redo the little rascals because they've gotten older or died. That's right. You when know? she did the part, she was that eight. Well, how old was she when she did that? She, she was uh, eight. Was she? No, she was in high school. Maybe oh, thir- okay. Th- how old is she now? She was maybe fourteen. Maybe when she did it, she did a really good 15. job. Well, listen, she it's in the genes, Mary. Oh, the performance, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that she doesn't know when to close her mouth, she gets <laughs> that from one of her parents. I'm not sure which one, but uh, we'll figure it out. All right, let's do this. Then it'll be news time. It's WGN. All right, always good. I can always count on the listeners. You guys always help me out. Uh, Jack sent me a text. So, <laughs> Fresh and A is F-R-E-I-X-E-N-E-T, Fresh and A. Uh, that was the that was the kava that Belinda was talking about. Oh my goodness, I, I Jack, if you would if you had given me all day, I would have never come up with that spelling. So <laughs> thank you very much. Again, F R E I X E N E T. Uh, people thank us for the Cody update. He is very very happy. 
Oh, my gosh. Who will sing Edelweiss? Well, that's if we, if Cody and I do the thing and I'm screening uh, you know, Sound of Music. I, of course, will have to sing Edelweiss because why not? I like to, because I like to hog the limelight. That's, you know, that's just me. Oh, and <laughs> yeah, some people that said to get pictures. Fresh and A now is sweeping the nation. So t- it is Christmas Eve. I hope however you celebrate uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or the whatever holiday you're celebrating, I hope that you are surrounded by people who care about you, whether it's friends, family, uh, people who are going to share goodwill with you, because that is my wish. I have uh, been lucky enough to share the holidays with some great people, and uh, the people here, as we're sharing today, it has been a lot of fun. Uh, there's always there's always little Christmas traditions, and my daughter is now 23. I was going to say 24, but she's still 23. When she was young, uh, now Ryan, how old are your kids? Uh, 12 and 7. 12 and 7. When my daughter was, was very young, her first, I started reading, like many people, the night before Christmas. It was not a, not a big surprise. It's, it doesn't make me unique in any way. But I thought when she got to a certain age, maybe that would fall away, that she didn't want to listen to her dad read the night before Christmas. And I was fine with that. But every year, she'll say, when are we reading the book? And it, it can be... Now, you know, tonight we'll watch movies and we'll have uh, Chinese food. That's our Christmas Eve tradition. And, uh, you know, I'll have a couple pops maybe. Who knows? It's Christmas. Um, as as Clark Griswold's dad said in uh, Christmas Vacation, Jack Daniels helped a lot. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, but no matter what, before she goes to bed, she will say, are you going to read the book? The uh, the Garfield cartoon Christmas special. They don't show it on anymore, but the premise part of that is is that John, who's Garfield's yes. owner, and his brother sit down and they make the dad read. Uh, what is it? Christmas with with uh, whatever the clown's name is. The cranks? No, no. But but they make him do the voices, and these are grown right. men. Yes, and they make it's a cartoon, but still, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of yes. you sitting there. That's exactly yes. what it is, and you know what. Uh, I I joke about it, I grouse about it, but it means it means the world to me. Like I'm sure it means the world to you when your kids or your family members ask you to do something. And so because of that, I wanted to share that tradition with you. So uh, before we go any further, I want to share this with you on the way out. Creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that Saint Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donder and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. 
And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a round little belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, and filled all his stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas, and to all, a good night. The night before Christmas, yes, a holiday tradition at our house. It might be a holiday tradition at your house. I know for years, Orion uh, Samuelson used to read it here. Um, but, you know, while my, my pipes are not as dulcet as Orion's, uh, the the feeling is still there. That's that's one of the big traditions. But then my favorite Christmas Eve tradition happens after I read the story, then my wife and daughter go to bed. And then it's myself and the dogs, and we watch Bad Santa. I, I pour myself a drink, we sit in the chair, and I watch Bad Santa with the dogs, because they, they're really not uh, discerning when it comes to their cinema, so they will watch Bad Santa with me. The rest of the family will not. So that is, that is if, if you're wondering what will I be doing come about 11 o'clock tonight while Santa is making his rounds, I will be sitting in my chair. For a visual, what is, what's the pants situation? Uh, it'll, be, it'll be some, we've got matching pajama pants this year, they're mer- they're maroon. They're maroon with uh, Santas on them, and uh, we got uh, these. Ma- so we're going to be in matching jammies. But I will be in. I will be alone in my matching jammies, uh, and then it'll probably be. It'll probably be a nice stout in a. Uh, and then Billy Bob Thornton will come on, and all will be right with the world. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, and then Santa will arrive, and tomorrow morning I'll get up groggy and go. Oh, I shouldn't have watched Bad Santa. You gonna, in the morning. You going to set the traps for Santa? Of course. Okay. Well, that's kind of why I stay up too. Sure. Absolutely. I'm very quiet. Mm-hmm. Very quiet. Have a merry Christmas, Ryan. It was great. Uh, great you to see you. Great working with you. Let's do this, and then we'll see what G G is coming in. So she, we're going to find out what she's doing. We'll do that after this. WGN.